0: to connect to the community of the endless honeymoon podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts.
1: Welcome to the endless honeymoon
0: pood cast <laughs> What are you taking? Comedy tips from our four year old.
1: Oh my God. She will not stop saying poop. And like, Tell why them the does full she run. think it's so funny?
0: Tell them the full run. She's the other like, day. she's like, Poo-poo,
1: poo-poo, poo-poo. No, Natasha
0: went to go pick her up at that was embarrassing. school the other day, and she had wrangled another kid into the like the the, the poo community and they were like going back and forth doing poo. But poo this jokes. kid was
1: younger than her and she kind of taught him and then she's like, diarrhea, diarrhea. No, hold on.
0: And then the teacher was like begging her to stop and Natasha was begging this is her when to I'm stop picking her up. And she heard Natasha begging her to stop, and this is the run she went on.
1: Oh, well, she's gone on a lot of poo-poo runs.
0: What you told me was... Oh, she
1: told me she's like, I want to go deep into the toilet. It goes,
0: goes, poo-poo, please don't do that. Diarrhea, please don't do that.
1: No, you're missing a step. Yeah. After that, before you get to the main one, she started calling me blowout. And I was like, blowout? She's like, yeah, diaper blowout.
0: That Now that... (laughs) You do smell like a diaper blowout, and I—that's my fault because I've told her that. Like when I it's put her it's all
1: variations on a theme. I can tell that she knows poo poo can get a little old.
0: Yeah, poo poo can get a little old, uh, but diarrhea is forever. So she goes poo poo. diaper blowout. Poo poo. Diarrhea. Please stop. And then she goes. I want to flush myself down the toilet to see where the poop lives. And I thought to me that was very powerful. Those were powerful words.
1: But she didn't just say that to me. She screamed it outside of her school, which was kind of embarrassing. Hey, uh,
0: speaking of embarrassing, we got a lot of feedback. Oh wait, hold
1: on. Before we get to that, yeah. Speaking of embarrassing, I have to talk to you about something. Oh, what's up? Well. Only one of us can wear these glasses.
0: What do you mean, these glasses? They're two different glasses.
1: Well, I kind of like had this in mind for like, I've been wearing these glasses for like since we met. And this what? is like my look. That's and your look? now it looks like you're, well, especially like that yeah. this was my plan for like how to still look really hot after 40 is to always wear like glasses. Cover your eyes. <laughs> with like a very pale, uh-huh. like light, You know, a very pale, so you can still see out of it, indoor-outdoor glasses. Okay. And these are Yves Saint Laurent, which I bought with you at a thrift store in Paris Okay. 15 years ago or 10 years ago. Okay. So I just feel like you can't also wear them on our podcast.
0: Why is it even... First of all, is an odd choice to wait for the podcast to have this confrontation.
1: Well, I just realized looking in the thing that we're both wearing colored glasses indoors. We
0: don't call them colored anymore. But second of all, um, (laughs) why can't we both wear them? They're different.
1: Well, because we're both going on the assumption that we can wear very, very light sunglasses indoors.
0: It's not, I think a, only
1: one person in a relationship what? can decide they're doing that. They what can't is, both do that.
0: <laughs> but why do you get it?
1: Because I already started it.
0: Because it was I a, did it first. Because it was your plan of how to beat a, the aging process? <laughs> <laughs> that you never told me about until this moment. Okay,
1: if you're watching on YouTube, please sign in and please give us a little comment a and comment what tell us who looks better. No, no, no,
0: that's not even the, the debate. Who gets no. to keep them? That's not the debate. The debate isn't who's rocking it harder. I mean, I mean or
1: how is the debate who rocked it first?
0: No, there is no the debate right now. What the debate
1: is you could copy me whenever you want. I'm not
0: copying you. Well, you think you invented sunglasses? What are you, Serpico?
1: No, but I'm just saying I'm what are you, wearing
0: Magnum PI. I'm over
1: wearing here? like, you know, it's already a swing. Yeah. To be wearing your sunglasses indoors, and I'm just pulling it off. But if you do it too, it
0: becomes an absurdity.
1: It becomes you like want me to, silly.
0: You want me to go get um. My glasses from, my, from the car? My clear glasses? No, I'll, I'll,
1: give, you, I'll, I'll give you a... Um, I'll
0: walk... I'll do it right now.
1: I appreciate you know that. No, 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 no. Keep them on if you want, Moshe.
0: Keep talking. You better keep vamping.
1: Well, I mean, I would totally give you this if you want. But, you know, if you're that... Now I made him insecure, I think. I mean, maybe he looks better in them. I don't know. I kind of doubt it. But um, if you watched any of that from the first five minutes... Let me know what you think, because I don't know. I just had this idea that these glasses would really take me through like 70 and then I'll probably need to have an eye patch or something. But, you know, at least till then, I'm going to look pretty good.
0: Hope you're fucking happy.
1: Oh, that does look better on you.
0: No, it's fine. I'll just I just will be over here slumming it with these um, E.B. Meyerwitz glasses that I found in a small shop in London that's been making hand-molded glasses since the Dickensian age. You, you go ahead. You, take the, you go ahead and take the, 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 the sun. When I get cataracts, when I'm 63 because of exposure to sun and to the lights that we need in order to record this podcast, you fucking remember this conversation, how you, you decided that I couldn't wear these anymore.
1: Okay, can I ask you a question? You yeah. How do you think Elton John would feel if his partner also... Bernie Taupin? W- <laughs> no, his <laughs> love partner, whoever he married and had a baby with, if he always wore like crazy star sunglasses too. And they both had them like made. And like one day, one was wearing the stars, the other one's wearing the mirror, disco hearts. Okay, you know? first of
0: all, everything about, this, like, too everything about this question is <laughs> offensive. You're the Elton John in the relationship, uh-huh. and I'm the, what, nameless man that named Elton John?
1: Hey, he got He, he got Elton. Yeah. He must be cute.
0: I would take Elton.
1: Mm, well, I'm Elton, and this is my
0: You don't feel scenario. like an Elton to me. Oh, really? Nah. Okay, well. No, you don't, to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. You don't have perfect pitch. You uh, can't write a song, and Elton John, I've met him.
1: I'm more like a muse for Elton. Like I'm like a candle in the I've, wind.
0: I've met Elton John, Yeah. and guess what he doesn't smell like? What? A diaper blowout. <laughs> so you, my friend, are no Elton John. All right, uh, we have collated uh, a number of responses. This
1: is too many. We are not reading all these.
0: Well, let's see what happens. You know, we've we've got got a spirited response about the tipping conversation. Now, let me just say, a lot of the times, um, it's the answer based on the feedback from the people is fairly clear who's in the right. And it's usually, I'll I'll say it, it's usually you. Um, This one's confusing. This one, people are all over the map about. But But their emotions... are fucking hypercharged, hypercharged. I, I You got to be able... I, I got a message on Instagram. Somebody said that hearing our conversation about tipping was a major shock to her system and hurt her heart. I'm like, you got to be <laughs> able... You got to be able to hear a conversation between two people that you like their podcast... And that they don't have exactly the same amount of information about the topic and don't have the exact same opinion as you without your uh, psyche being shattered. I mean, what we we must we must be tougher than that. It's not my heart was hurt, it's hey, you're a dummy. Change your perspective.
1: You would have been offended by that too.
0: Yeah, maybe, but it's uh, but you're I You're the least,
1: queen at telling people how to talk you're the back to You're you.
0: the Queen of writing um um songs about men and rockets and bricks <laughs> that are made of yellow. Or <laughs> that are yellow, made of brick. Anyway, let's. The point is, uh, there's this thing that happens on the internet these days, True. and I think it's because people have b- decided, th- th- because they all have their own profile and their own account. They think that their own uh, conclusion that they've arrived at is this patently obvious thing that everybody, like the like everybody, should know about how much money spa uh, independent spa contractors got. Uh, versus the the meta spa industry and ergo you should be t- like no one knows what you know people are just stabbing in the dark trying to make a pin no one like yeah okay if i'd come out and said here's the thing i don't believe it that i don't believe that people in the service industry should be paid okay yeah piece of shit but
1: listen to- she had a, a reaction because she probably lost a lot of money in the pandemic okay? well, I'm And it reminds sorry. her of a happier time but let's just read it maybe we can school ourselves i right. figure it out. Okay, here's one. Hi, guys. I have strong opinions on tipping and wanted to throw in my two cents, which is not a good tip, by the way. I worked as a server through high school and college. Now I always tip 20% when I eat. Takeout, I tip 5 to 10%. When you're talking 5%, just don't do that.
0: Wait, what? In my opinion. Takeout 5%? Mm-hmm. I don't do that shit. You it's, don't? No, I tip. I always tip 15% no, I guess on takeout.
1: Fi- I, 15%. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think 5% is a little low. When it comes to an in-home massage, I agree with Moshe in bold. If the person tells me they charge hundred dollars, then that's what I pay. When I go to a spa for a massage, I'll tip twenty percent. When I go to a barbership, I t- barbershop I tip twenty percent. That also makes sense. Can I just
0: say I don't love that the first guy that's vociferously defending me is also a guy that tips five percent on know, takeout. I know, I'm sorry. I, this I was is about not to the al- this isn't the ally I want in no. my community.
1: But since the pandemic started, my barber cuts my hair in her garage and I pay her the exact amount she asked me to. I don't tip her because she's keeping 100% of the money. That's true. A lot of these hairdressers, they get like, you know, 30 to 50% of what they're making. And she makes more off my haircut than she did when she worked the chair. So no need for me to tip on top of that too. I totally agree with that. I have someone who comes and does my makeup sometimes and we have an arrangement. And and do you tip them? No, but
0: I already... Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't?
1: We have an arrangement.
0: That you don't temper them?
1: Yeah. That it's like. A, you talked about it. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, exactly. You
0: discussed it openly. Yes. 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 I can hear lying in your voice. Oh, uh, no, there it was. I heard it. Did you hear it? It went up. The octave was no, it the lie octave. No, she comes
1: twice a week. But you
0: have had a conversation where she said, you don't need to tip me, just pay me my, yes, my yes, rate? Yes, yes. She has
1: said that. Yes, she that has 100% felt t- said that. Okay. Same applies to the massage. I don't understand why we need to tip on top. This is, this is him. To tip on top of the rate they ask for. If they want to be paid more, then just charge more. They don't have to share it with anyone else. That is a very very good point. That's the problem.
0: I got a lot of these. Moshe is absolutely wrong about tipping any any service where someone is manually performing a service, hair, massage, nails, facials, waxing, driving, food service, etc. You tip. It doesn't matter if they're self-employed or a friend. It is hilarious listening to Moshe try to out-logic Natasha on this while, while he realizes he is so wrong. Okay, I'm going to stop you there. I have never realized I was wrong about any topic in my life ever so if you think you're reading the tea leaves and you're like oh here he is thinking he's wrong i'd never come to the conclusion i am wrong on any conversation about any topic ever i am not ever wrong about anything so put that in your pipe and smoke it fuckface. face okay
1: oh and this letter ends Moshe made a great point about plumbers and handymen we, I think we don't tip them because we know deep down they're kind of ripping us off.
0: I think that's totally true. <laughs> and somebody in your, in your Instagram comments was saying, I'm, I, I agree with Natasha with one big exception. I tip the plumber and handyman too. And I said to her, I wrote, so if you had a $20,000 plumbing job, you would tip them $2,000? <laughs> And she said yes, and I do not. I the, the, I do not believe it. I don't believe that that is true. No,
1: that's that doesn't make sense.
0: I, would anybody out there? No,
1: that's not that. It's not. It's it's also about acceptable norms. What are we used to? What do we do? And I think now there's a new normal. I coined that.
0: That's really good. Um, wow! Whoa! 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 This what we're living through is the new normal. Now
1: maybe people don't know anymore because, you know, granted people are working for themselves more now, but people need tips more than ever.
0: Uh, Here's another one. This says, only someone who has never had a service industry job would say the things that Moshe says. That isn't true. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not convinced that I'm right, by the way, on this topic. Earlier, I was joking. I kept waiting for Laura or you to laugh me saying I've never realized I was wrong about anything. No laughs came, which made me think perhaps you think that that's literally true about me. And that hurt in a deep core way. And it hurt my heart, honestly. And I felt shattered. I felt shattered to hear that, that lack of laughter. And emotionally, I collapsed. Okay, but anyway, a lot of people in the comments saying this thing. Only someone who's never had a service industry job would say the things Moshe says. Lots of people in the comments ha- are like I have a service industry job and I agree with Moshe. So this whole idea that because you've come to a conclusion, it is the de facto obvious conclusion that all thinking people ought to have come to, that is so dumb and arrogant. People are all learning. We are all learning and Right now, I will say based on the responses we've gotten to the tipping conversation, I have learned nothing because it's all over the map.
1: I have a take before you keep reading. Yeah. Because I do think it does make sense what everyone's saying about if they work for themselves, don't tip them. But what if you have money? You have more money than them. Maybe you should tip because why not?
0: But is that why you tip? You tip because you have more money than someone?
1: Well, if you have extra money and you can afford to do it, why not do it on top of not plumbing, but like a massage therapist? But that doesn't
0: doesn't work. What if you go in and you get your hair cut by by, uh, hairstylist to the stars, Vidal Sassoon himself, right? Mm -hmm. We have a norm that uh, we have a norm that says you tip your, your hairstylist. According to a lot of these comments, it doesn't matter if they're the owner or not, but Vidal Sassoon he definitely
1: has, wants your tip. He's
0: got more money than you.
1: Oh, that's a good point. Wait. Yeah. I, I might
0: have made a point against myself at this point. I'm, that might... It might track with what you're saying. I know
1: what you're saying because then it's like, oh, wait, so you make less. You have to always like look up someone's network. Right.
0: The plumber coming over to you might make more money than you do in the year. Plumbers aren't poor. No, plumbers I, make good money. Plumbers are straight up clean. Plumbers are plumbers are billionaires. They're straight up... They are billionaires. <laughs> I don't know if you know this Mario guy. and Mario's got this brother, Luigi. They've got a $3 billion franchise just based around their adventures, going after King Koopa and Princess Buttercup, or not Buttercup. What's her name? Princess Toadstool. Princess right, Buttercup is if, from for the Princess Bride. Okay. if
1: there's any more things that could... I, I just want my mind to change. I just don't want to hear I, you ranting against people. Well, I,
0: I like this. It goes, uh, by the way, I'm driving as I create this message. That's how fired up I am. I am literally willing to die on this hill. Now, respect to that. Respect to the person who is abrogating a known social contract, which is don't write uh, angry and long emails while driving because it's dangerous, to lecture me about another social contract, which clearly does not have unanimity, which is always tip people, including when they are the owner of the business. Okay, Uh, let's see here. I'm a house call groomer and I work for myself. I subconsciously rely on tips. My prices would definitely increase if tips weren't the norm. That's interesting um i owe a butt ton of taxes butt ton um and i think there's a subconscious societal expectation to tip people you see regularly or that touch your person i think that's kind of interesting if they touch you doesn't touch if they touch you you pay them that's kind of kind of interesting idea if they touch you you pay them for regular service when you tip you're put up okay um all right here we go can i read one yeah
1: Hi, Natasha, Moshe, and Laura. That's our producer. Anonymous listener here. Love the podcast and you guys. Okay, we know that. Replying to the tipping poll. I agree with Natasha.
0: You love that. Should it was bolded the owner too. owner
1: as well. Maybe you could get away with less if they're charging you under the table when they're coming into your house and they're a friend, et cetera. But I think that even depends if they're charging it as a client spot and charging with a card, reporting earnings, or if they're doing it on the side and you're paying cash. That's kind of what I have with my makeup person. Mm-hmm. But I agree with Natasha that if they have overhead as the owner of a hair salon or massage parlor, they have a lot more cost, plus have to pay their employees, hopefully a good wage. No, 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 no. So should still be tipped for their service. No, everybody's
0: misunderstanding the circumstance here. This isn't a person that owns a spa and has employees. This is a person who is the owner of the massage therapy entity that is them.
1: Okay, well, here's how she ends her letter. Owning a small business takes a ton of hard work and risk, and they're kind of putting it all out there in hopes to run a thriving business and do something they love. I think that's admirable and scary. Opening a business takes balls and confidence. So, but, you should pay them.
0: Wait, what do you mean? I I run a small business. My my comedy career is... a. I am a self-employed comedy person should people tip me although i will say i have been tipped have you ever gotten a tip at a comedy club it's very funny no. it's always some guy on a date with somebody that he's trying to show off to and he comes up to you after the show and he'll like give you a hundred dollar bill You'll be like great job tonight
1: oh i've had that one when i used to sell merch
0: yeah well with merch but sometimes i've just been tipped because the show was good which i always think is such a funny flex and so crass but i always take the money i'm always like thank you very much okay here we go hi mosha natasha and laura laura's getting a lot of love on this one and um As the owner of a small business, which she is, um, which is this podcasting industry.
1: Sorry, our our dog Pablo has started biting me when I tried to pet him very lightly so he also bit my toe the other night while we were sleeping Moshe yeah he's um, and our daughter comes into our bed every night and wants to sleep there and there's a biting dog I mean what, the, can we the, just give him away please no who what would if a take him would take him
0: with an advertisement like that <laughs> who would take him he'll so bite you poor when,
1: soul. He'll, who's bored.
0: he'll bite you when you pet him <laughs> He'll bite you while you sleep.
1: He has like a growth on his eye. He's got a growth on his eye. And you can't put him under because he has a heart heart murmur. murmur,
0: And and he's got a chronic cough.
1: And whenever you pick him up, you can't help but have his wet wiener. Wet wieners. Wipe against your wet your, wiener wipe. Uh, hand. If
0: anybody out there would like a dog like that, by the way, Natasha, if you'd like to oh, get
1: Andy has fleas.
0: If you want to get into a, the social <laughs> contract, you want to get into the social contract. Maybe you could get lectured a little bit. Why don't we talk about getting rid of an elderly dog that you adopted early on, as it gets to have health problems? I would
1: love to do that because I actually feel in my bones it might be a solution to getting rid of him. No, maybe pe- he could get into the arms of some other. Um,
0: He's going to get into the arms of what are they a- called? Like a mark. Oh, some mark that you hustled? <laughs> like
1: you. Moshe went to the pound in Oakland and there was this dog that was about to get euthanized the next day, i.e. nobody wants him because that's how annoying he is. Moshe's like, I'll take him. And he's been like ruining our lives for 10 years.
0: I find him lovely. I love him. And you do
1: not. He barks incessantly. What if
0: our, what if our child develops a growth okay. on her eye? Would you get rid of her?
1: No, because she's not a dog. I would love her regardless. But the thing about him is now he's a danger to our child that I love more than this dog.
0: Okay, so here we go. Moshe Natasha, I've lived in the U.S. for five years and tipping culture has always made me mad. Okay, listen. I know that this person is going to be making a lot of sense because they're from another country, yeah. but I also don't want people from other countries on my team because those people don't <laughs> have a context for you want, like a bunch of German, German tourists. Yeah, it's just like, oh, well, we tip only two like, percent. Yeah, when, okay, when I great. when
1: I waitressed. It was always the Germans who just didn't tip. Yeah, and no, every if a, if a group of like buffling german tourists came in nobody would wait on that
0: i heard this a lot and i think it's a bad it's actually a bad point even though it supports me which is the tip in the u.s is supposed to cover the wages of underpaid service workers which is a fucked up system and i don't want to participate in that and encourage this is a terrible point yeah of course that's the truth but you don't look at an unfair situation where society has come up with a solution and go totally. i would love to tip 20 percent on this meal but i just can't Uh, in good conscience, enter into a system that is based on a fundamental inequality that the government should be funding. Well, meanwhile, your server at the fucking Denny's is like, bitch, give me my 20%. Okay. Uh, The point about plumbers, excellent. It's as service as any others. Uh, This is something that new businesses and business owners making uh, must make their thing and talk about it openly. Enough tip guessing. Now, that I really agree with. Okay, if you are the owner of a... How about we talk about it then? Hey, my rate is $100 for the massage, but I love... But tipping is a big part of my income. It, it really helps. People do that. Why do they, why do they t- tell you about tips when you go on a tour? You know, the, the tour guide will always say, oh, you know, tipping really helps out, you know, when we go to the hinterland in Germany. At the end of the trip, it's nice to get a nice trip. You know, I like that. I don't want to be guessing. Oh, are you a tip person? Is it 12% for your industry? I don't fucking know anything.
1: What do you think when you go to like a fancy coffee shop yeah. and then they swivel the little thing around yeah. at you and you've just bought coffee? Oh. At, you've stood in line to yeah. get coffee and then they give you all the little places and one of them's like 25%. Like, like you're supposed to, oh, and then sometimes I'll buy stuff at the coffee shop. Like they'll have like soap and a hand towel. And then it's like, okay, am I supposed to tip 25%? I, I, I don't want to be an goods. asshole. Right. On goods and services.
0: Yeah. I think that whole flip the thing around on you. It's, um, it's annoying, but yeah. it's very effective. Because, I know.
1: Cause you get, oh, and then everyone sees you behind you. Totally. So you don't want to be cheap. And I, it's so I, I easy. Used to, I
0: used to be a dollar in the dollar in the bucket guy. Yeah. Now I'm like, I'll always do. Uh, at least 15% at a coffee shop just because it's there. I'm not going to do, do 10%. It just feels like wrong to do the lowest. One right. time, I think it was Sarah Silverman. She told me, don't ever do the lowest amount. When you, when, you know, like an Uber Eats or, or Uber, when it pops up, don't ever go for the exact last button. At least go for one button Why? above. Just because like you never want to be always doing the low. Uh, our producer is giving us a grimace. It looks like you're a last button pusher. Last button pusher. Are you a last button pusher? You mean
1: the cheapest Uber?
0: It pops up your tip for the Uber and it goes 10%, 15%, 25%, you know, blah, blah, blah. Never be the person that every time does the lowest well, amount just available. Just always
1: do 20. That's what I've been talking at about all of this time. Wait, one more thing. When I worked at a, um, or no, I was, in, I was in London and I went to a pub and I remember I tipped and I was walking out and someone the bartender started chasing after me that uh-huh. I left that money on the table.
0: In in London, yes. right, they don't even like it. No. Yeah. Hi Moshe, Natasha, I'm a massage therapist and my opinion is whether someone is an employee, independent contractor or or sole proprietor, tipping is standard. Okay. I understand where Moshe is coming from, but I practice as an employee. And always tip $10 per half hour of massage performed. Now, that is really clear information. But
1: not if Ten- you're... No, because if your massage is $400, that, that's bad information. Or $300. Wait, you're
0: supposed to tip more if it's more expensive?
1: Yeah, 20% that's of ridic- what it now, costs. Now, that's ridiculous. Well, That's fucking
0: ridiculous. What? Absolutely, that's ridiculous.
1: You think ridiculous. 20% is ridiculous? No,
0: I think it's ridiculous that for you to say, Oh, if I go to a massage at a Four Seasons... where where everyone's getting paid more, I should tip... Uh, uh, more money, also. My tip should be bigger as well. Of course, so y- it should be. Why? You because should. T- you, you that tip doesn't make 20- sense.
1: You tip a percentage. That doesn't make
0: any sense. You go to a Thai massage parlor, right? Yeah. And you get a seventy dollar massage, right? You're saying that person deserves less money in the tip than a person for when you go to the Beverly Hills Hotel and you get a three hundred and fifty dollar massage. I'm not
1: saying they deserve less. I'm well, saying that is what you should do. Why? T- I don't know. That's just what you do.
0: Well, interrogate that. Feeling. What are you
1: talking about? Why don't you tip uh, the person bringing you one cheeseburger at, uh, <laughs> at Burgers Never Say Die? Why are you tipping the guy at, at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse more? Dude, you I think eat that guy. You think that the hamburger deliverer uh, deserves less?
0: It's so funny to watch you try to out logic me as you realize that you're wrong.
1: I'm not wrong.
0: No, I know. I'm just quoting that other oh. guy. Um, that's a good point you're making, and Thank I you. and I do eat at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse every night. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I'm just
0: no, like... I do. I eat a I eat a two hundred eighty dollars steak meal every night, and I okay. my blood pressure is fucking a it's a, a one thousand. Okay, but I th- I like this rule: ten dollars per half hour of massage performed, regardless of who's doing the massage or my own perception of the quality of their work. Now that's interesting. If you get a terrible massage, you should tip that person as much as a wonderful massage. I don't know. This doesn't feel like anyone really knows. And I think... Th- I think, and we should move on to a call, I think this is what it really comes down to, because this is all over the map. I got tons of people saying, I'm a I'm a small business owner. I don't expect um, tips. I'm a massage therapist. I don't expect tips. I see a, I, I saw a lot of this stuff, right? I disagreed with Natasha about plumbing, uh, tipping plumbers and maintenance people. I, I try to throw anyone a few bucks. Wait, so hold be-
1: on. Just so you know, you're reading now. That sounds like this is your thoughts.
0: Oh, no, no. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just so you guys know. Uh, it, it people say, basically, if you come on my porch, you're getting a tip. You tip. Okay, the plumber is charging you 800 or don't tip. Um, At at the end of the day, I set my pricing in line with others to avoid never getting a scheduling call. Um, Tipping is a tough one. Here's what I imagine. You book a a massage at a spa for 50 where the proprietors likely pay a booth rent or something similar. Then you're later setting up for the mobile massage and the quoted price is 80 to 100 for a comparable massage style and length with a sole practitioner. Is the added cost built-in gratuity or is that cost the time and effort of traveling to each appointment? So in my mind, I'd still... My point of it all is, and I think I will probably just start tipping. Twenty uh, percent. Uh, I'm not. If you
1: can afford it, on po- top of anyone who touches your face.
0: Let me just finish my point. Or my, brings you food. I think what it really comes down to is the reason there's so much confusion about this, including my own, is that tipping is mysterious. It doesn't actually have a have a direct lot. Like I understand that you have a rule, but your rule isn't universal. The, the, in general, people have this like bizarre guessing game. No, they the, don't. Yes, everyone they, gives twenty percent for hun- dinner you're for in, lunch. You're incorrect. You're wrong about this one. People have all different tipping rules. Tip your bartender. You tip your bartender a dollar per drink, unless you leave your tab open, in which case you do twenty percent. Your uh, server at a restaurant a
1: dollar a drink. What are you like? My two dollars.
0: Okay, two dollars a drink. Whatever. it's Not it, like that anymore. Honey. What is it like?
1: Twenty percent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look it up on the internet. You think I make, I'm not just making this stuff up. This is real. You tip your you tip your your taxi cab driver one amount. You tip your your. What
1: if it's a twenty seven dollar glass of wine? Should you tip them one dollar?
0: Not every, it's not a universal piece of logic that you're t- the amount you tip is based on the amount you paid. That's but not it true. It
1: solves an annoying, mysterious I understand, problem. I understand that that is if you can afford it.
0: I understand that that is your system. Okay. I'm just saying it's not a universally accepted system. And I think that the reason people are so confused about it is that tipping is a mystery. It's like there's different rules for different professions, there's different amounts for different uh, meals, there's different, which is why mm, I would like to say. I'll tip this fucking massage therapist. I think if you're a sole proprietor, you should set rates that are, uh, if you are able to do it competitively, set rates and tell the, I would prefer a more expensive massage where I don't have to guess about how much I'm supposed to give you. Hey, what's your rate? My rate is $130 and you don't need to tip me.
1: If you would prefer a more expensive massage, just tip them an extra
0: 20%. No, you're not hearing what I'm saying. And
1: then they'll be happy. And then you're, you're being, they prioritize you next time you're being, you need a massage. They're like, I'm going to go to the person that tips.
0: You're being belligerent, <laughs> abusive, and you're hurting my heart.
1: Can I tell you one more thing? Yes. Um, You, you know, you also tip like... Uh, Drivers like people drive you to the airport mm-hmm. because I gave you, tip you them
0: twenty percent. Yes, and I no you gave, don't. You hold do on, not. Can You're I tell li- you You're, just so you guys know, Natasha's lying to you. Wait, hold on. You do not tip them twenty yes, percent. No, you don't. No, you don't. I've seen you do it. I've seen you in action.
1: Okay, well, I'll just tell you my story. Is that I had this guy, and he drove me to the airport, and he told me how much, mm-hmm. and then I must have paid him that much, and I know you paid him that much, mm-hmm. and then the next time I called him, texted him, he said he gave me a price, and then he said plus tip.
0: Mm, there you go. What does that have to do with anything?
1: He expects 20% tip.
0: Wait, did you not tip him the first time? Oh, he
1: said plus 20% tip. Yeah, I just paid the amount he said to like pick me up at the airport.
0: So you didn't tip him and he said, I expect a tip. Yes. I think that's outrageous. How about just fucking raise your fucking rates? If you say I expect a 20% tip, the ride does not cost the amount. It It costs that amount plus 20%. I know. You know?
1: I mean, I hear you.
0: But you don't tip twenty percent on all drivers. I've seen you do it. You give them like you give them like ten extra dollars or whatever extra amount you have in your pocket, or twenty if that's how much you have. I mean there's no uniformity to it. And what about people that
1: Oh, he also does this.
0: Don't make fun of my dog. He's having a hard time. Tosh, that's not funny. No,
1: I'm trying to give him away if I if someone should know everything oh, you want a full, about him. <laughs>
0: <gasps> he's probably towards the end of his life by the way
1: no he's not
0: by the way we've he's gone got to a
1: good good seven years we've
0: gone to the vet we tosh stop we've gone to the vet we know what's wrong with him so no no angry emails about about care for the dog i mean the point is like okay i tip we should probably move on huh okay listen yes. i just think it's muddy and it's confusing and it hurts my heart the kind of abuse that i've gotten from you guys but right. I will tip the massage therapist next time. Let's. If she
1: call. comes, she's probably going to want to only come to the people who tip her.
0: Yeah, I think what people didn't realize is that the the most this particular massage therapist lives next door. This is not a person that's packing up their stuff and getting in a car to commute to us. This is a person exactly
1: that's the reason you want to keep your neighbors happy? They're
0: little. They're little. <laughs> stop it, <laughs> Natasha. Stop. <laughs> People are trying to listen to the podcast. They're annoyed enough.
1: I want them to know what I have to live with. They're annoyed
0: with. enough at me and my tipping rules. All right, fine. Natasha, take it away. Hey, Tash. Yeah, Moosh. You know what I don't love?
1: <sighs> what?
0: When you got something wrong with you and you know what it is, but you got to call a freaking primary care doctor to that get referred so to another doctor. annoying. And you got to deal with their scheduling, blah, blah, blah. I took all of that out of my life by going to ZocDoc.
1: ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. And by the way, as a longtime user and lover of ZocDoc, also doctors that are close by. You don't have to drive across town. You can find ones in your neighborhood who are highly reviewed. Read those reviews. See a picture of the doctor. Make sure you like their vibe. Maybe you want a woman. Maybe you want... Five stars only.
0: Maybe you want somebody with cornrows. I mean, they will get you to the doctor that you need. It makes it so easy. And a lot of them have same-day appointments. So you can look this stuff up and go that day or the next day. I love it. I use it. Go to ZocDoc.com slash honeymoon and download the ZocDoc app for free.
1: That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash honeymoon. ZocDoc.com slash honeymoon.
0: Start your search for a top-rated doctor today. And many are available within 24 hours. ZocDoc.com slash honeymoon. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You know, I was thinking about therapy recently. It's like this kind of thing. Why would you wait more time to get your life into a better place? If you are in any shape where you think that you could use a little bit of help, get the help now. What good is help going to do you in six months? Go to Talkspace, find a therapist, and start talking today.
1: Using Talkspace feels a little like having a mental health professional in your pocket. You could just pick up your phone, sit in your car... Have a little privacy and talk to them about your life. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry and being able to reach out to your provider at any time, anywhere makes taking care of your mental health Super easy.
0: Why wait? There's no reason to wait. They've got thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience in over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, relationship issues, food and eating, and so much more.
1: I wholeheartedly recommend TalkSpace for therapy. You can sign up online to get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist, so it's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions from the comfort of your home or car where i do mine.
0: And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to talkspace.com and make sure to use the code honeymoon to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show.
1: That's honeymoon and talkspace.com.
0: Okay, we're going to call Okay, we're
1: going to call ari in new york of which i know two aries in new york so let's see if it's one of them oh my god i hope it's not one of them i know all
0: right let's see it'd be
2: fun though hey guys
1: hey ari how's it going
2: it's going good i'm so glad to be here i brought my natasha glasses
1: mosha this is exactly what i'm saying she thinks of these glasses as me but why aren't you threatened by her wearing them because she's not in a podcast with me and i'm She not is threatened. in a
0: podcast with you that's literally what she's doing. She's
2: not my co-host.
0: No, but she's here. We're all sunglasses people she's right now. She's a I forget it. Ari, Wait, I get no love.
2: Pasha wearing them gives you guys such a power couple vibe. It like Thank you guys you. are just elevating every yes. every episode elevating. See, yes. elevating. Ari, I told him at the top of this
1: podcast that we both can't wear the glasses cuz it looks stupid. But like me alone, I just makes me look cool and
2: special. Ari, no, you- it looks like you are on an app looking for a third. Like you guys are just hot. Which <laughs> <and> we <laughs> are.
0: Which we definitely yeah. aren't. All right, Ari.
2: Wait, is that a thing? We could Hi. go together looking for one? We couldn't though. Of
0: course we could.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Oh, have I told you about... Oh, because you're because we're in the public eye?
1: Well, I just like... That would backfire so fast. Oh,
0: because people would screenshot it and put it out or yeah. something like that? Have I told you about my idea? Ari, do you know... Have I told you about this on the podcast? Maybe I have. Ari, are you familiar with Raya, the dating uh, app? Yeah. You know what it is, basically.
2: Yeah, it's subscription based.
0: Yeah, but it's have I talked about this on the podcast before? I have this great idea, which is originally Raya was started for people in the entertainment industry, but then they Uh quickly realized that they couldn't sustain a business model with just like actors and comedians and DJs and stuff. They started they started opening it up to like photographers and set designers, anybody that was like hot enough, right? So I've got this idea which is Raya Prime. Have I told you about this? Oh, forget it.
2: Okay. So Ari, what is your question? Okay. So I'm, well, okay. I know everybody does this, but I do want to say you guys did get me through the pandemic and like, love you guys. You're the soundtrack to two years. So I just wanted to say that. Um, my question is basically when I was 22, I started a relationship with somebody who was like my first great love. Um, and we were on again off again we broke up three times over the course of two years and it was very like cinematic parisian cigarettes in the bathtub she's a photographer like yellow yellow
0: sunglasses kind of a (laughs) thing going on
2: vintage shopping on we you know crying on face like it was sounds like 24 years old yeah right exactly and i ended it when i was 24 exactly it ended when i was 24 and um And then I moved back. So I I live in Tel Aviv and I moved back to the States to do a PhD, um, in 2019
0: dropping you're dropping just I would say a lot of intrigue in uh in one (laughs) advice question I had a I had a tumultuous Sid and Nancy (laughs) gay affair in a bathtub and I lived in Tel Aviv and Paris and and I'm getting my PhD absolutely you seem like the coolest person in the world
2: goodness thank you um so basically she like wrote a letter to me after we had broken up proposing to me and uh, in the letter and saying she wanted to still be with me even though I was moving to Michigan okay, and you
0: down, you've downgraded a bit Michigan was the <laughs> we we really took a step down <laughs>
2: Paris, Tel Aviv.
0: Paris, Tel Aviv, <laughs> New York, PhD, Michigan.
2: Yeah, I'm back in Tel Aviv, so I'm back in the upgrade. But um, I basically, this was like three and a half years ago in 2019, I cut it off and it was like a very codependent, you get it, very codependent relationship. Right. Um, And I completely cut it off and basically said, I can't, like, this is just too much and it's the only person i've ever really liked cold turkey just uh uh-uh and ever since then for the past three and a half years i get text messages insta she's blocked on instagram but she's a photographer so through her art profile she can find me on stories and messages me and basically every four to six months it was more frequent at the beginning. She'll message me and say what went wrong. And, um, I hope you're good and like kind of fishing. Um, and the most recent time was just a few weeks ago, which is why I wrote in because I basically don't know how to approach the situation. Um, on the one hand, I've really, really moved on. She's really not my match and I will always have like deep love for her because she was like my first great love um and I'm back in Tel Aviv and I've seen like 80 percent of anybody I've ever slept with or been in a relationship with and I haven't run into her yet um but I feel like it's inevitable that at some point the lesbian scene until it's very small and at some point i will see her and my question is should i keep avoiding it and continuing with my cold turkey no engagement approach or should i face the past head-on even though it's against my better instincts
1: i have a question
2: yeah why why don't why'd you block her is it because she's
1: unhealthy for you (laughs)
2: That and it was just like I needed to not get messages from her and I needed her not be watching my stories and I needed her like she's not a bad person. She's a really good person, but she's also like immature and she was closeted and not that's not why I blocked her because she was but it was just like not um, it wasn't the energy that I like needed when I was
0: This, this is easy.
2: What, what is it? What's it's, the answer?
0: This is easy. Because my
1: instinct is to just ignore.
0: Of course. That's correct. Just ignore. And when you do okay. run into her and she comes up to you and she's like, oh, oh it's me.
1: And she probably won't do that. She'll probably snub you. If you no, don't she won't.
0: She will. She'll walk right up to her. And Because the whole thing about the re- kind of relationship you're describing is that it's like it's drugs. It's just drugs. Those kinds of relationships are just drugs. They're just these like destructive dances where even though it's killing you it feels so intense that you're like, "Oh, it's uh, nothing is as real as this." And, and in reality, with drugs feel like that too when you're an addict. You're just like, "Oh, I know it's destroying me, but nothing makes me feel alive like when I shoot heroin." And, you know, it's like you don't need to write a heroin back, you know. Not that, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying that this this person's like Bad, but she's bad for you. This is uh, this. She's not heroin. This relationship is heroin. Th- there's nothing. If you really moved on, and I've had relationships like this too, where it's like I love the I love the sickness because it makes me feel so uh, alive, and so I will keep kind of writing back. Or there's a part of it that I like that she's still writing me. I kind of I like that it's crazy. She can't get over me. She's obsessed. But then when I actually moved on, I'm like, oh, that's a person who's just. She doesn't fit in my life. I why would I write her back? I would never write her back. That's crazy. So it's So when
1: she sees her at the lesbian club, can she if the if she comes up to her, you're just like, Hey, how's hey. it going? Nice w- to see you. Why
0: didn't you write me back? Oh, I I didn't get any of your messages. Anyway, it's great to see you. I hope you're really well. And you just leave. It's like that's what an adult would do. I'm not saying you're not an adult. You're obviously brilliant. You're getting a PhD in, I don't know, Middle Eastern studies or queer theory or something like that. <laughs> but like or Michigan or the history of Michigan. But like But it's just like, you know, the grown up thing to do in that situation is not to be like, bitch, stop texting me, you motherfucker. And not to be like, maybe we could work it out. Or I'm so sorry I hurt you. Yeah, let's get
1: coffee at some point.
0: Totally. It's just to be like people
1: pleasing or something
0: above the fray. It reminds me of when people want to write their partner to tell them they don't want to talk to them anymore. I'm just like, (laughs) you wouldn't not talking to them send a clearer message than talking to them to tell them you don't want to talk to them. I just it's a no. Great point, mate. Thank you, mate.
2: No, both of the mates, I 100% agree with. And that's why I have been doing this for the past three and a half years. Like, I haven't been saying I don't want to talk to you. I just don't respond. Right. But it I is an ending. Like, I also don't, at the be- I, I don't, the reason I cut off was like, I don't like, I don't like how I feel when I see that. Like, she most recently sent me a message on Instagram from her art profile. And then when I went, and I wouldn't open it because I didn't want her to see that I read it because I didn't want her to get even that engagement. And then when I went back to show a friend, she had, like, unsent the message. And there's a part of me that's like, is this just going to be my life for the next 10 years? You know what?
1: They'll stop.
0: I do think they'll stop. I had
1: someone like that. Now I'm remembering. Yep. And, you know, it was like it was more constant and then it would slow down, it would slow down. This is from like 25 years ago. And I would say once every two years, he like texts me something and I just ignore it. Because I know yeah. that this t- this person was, un- he's not like dangerous, but he was like unhealthy for me at the time. He always needed something and I don't really want someone. And he was like, had this like sexual thing, you know, trying to always have sex. So it's like, I don't want that person around me. So I just ignore him. And, you know, now it's like, like I said, once every two years or something, like they still can like dip their foot in, but you just don't want to give them anything. I don't think. And if I see him on the street, I'd be really nice. And I, I don't think he'd say, did you get my text? Uh,
0: Yeah. To your point, um, what gets you what you want? Do you think that writing the message hey, you're really making me uncomfortable with these messages. Please stop contacting me. Do you think that's going to get her to stop contacting I would you? do
1: that to this guy if he did it more.
0: Yeah? If, no, maybe I'm it, wrong. But, maybe but I'm just, wrong. But he's
1: not... She's not annoying, Ari. She, I think she's she, like every six months. I mean,
2: you can handle that.
0: But it, it sends you kind of reeling into an emotional space, kind of?
2: Well, it's also like... Um, on the one hand, my instinct is exactly this. Like, really, I don't have time for this bullshit. And also, like, this was like I get over it it's You've been longer we've all moved on on the one hand on the other hand I think and I know this is like the other voice talking and I think and if I like ask my friends they're split like 75 25 75 say cut it but there's a 25 percent contingent that it makes that's like listen she never got closure and she's never she's the kind of person who like is still hung up on you and is it more compassionate to this. have that conversation in person uh, and say hey this needs to stop but I give her this. the closure
0: i hate you this. hate it i hate this idea <laughs> that any human being on earth is responsible to give someone else closure mm-hmm. As, what, yeah. like what, are we all babies I mean, do you are you incapable of getting closure on your own?
1: That's hilarious to think like no one's t- someone hasn't texted you back in 3 years and you're like, "I need I need to hear it from you." I need, I need to know to that closure. it's
0: really over. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't <laughs> talked to you in 3 years. What if you died, God forbid? What if you died in a parachuting accident? Would she never get closure and just never be able to love again? That's so ridiculous. You don't get closure because someone gives it to you. You get closure because you realize what's happening and you work on yourself. It is not other people's job to give you closure, I don't think. Is it is it your job, your job as a person in a relationship to be compassionate when you break something off? Yeah. Did you do that? Who knows? It sounds like maybe you didn't do it exactly the way you want to. Me it, neither,
1: but you grow up.
0: You grow up. Is it your job to then leap back into the past and reopen this thing and go, here's your closure? N- Not unless you, Ari, feel this is my my feeling. Unless if you are feel uneasy about the way you ended things and you ethically feel that you owe her an apology or you have things you need to say to her. Yes. That is a legitimate reason to contact someone because you have this sneaking guilt. I know you live in Israel where guilt is the national pastime, but um, (laughs) not enough of it. But if you, if you, if you think you feel bad that she might be all fucked up because of you, guilt is not a, to me, a good motivation to do anything.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know if I feel bad about how I ended things or if I just, or I don't know if I'm avoiding or if I'm intentionally cutting Don't overthink cutting up. it, truly. And, yeah. and if you see okay. them in
1: person, be nice, try to wish them well, smile, m- keep it short. So good to see you. Nice to see you. You know, oh, I got to go. I'm with my girlfriend. I'm with my boyfriend. Oh, I got to go. Uh, hey, great to see you. And maybe it'll be awkward, but they're not, yeah.
0: How did you end it? Did you say I gotta get, I can't talk to you anymore?
2: Yeah, it was like over, it was, I got a letter. She had, she had texted one of my close friends that she knew, who then texted my brother to get my parents' address. Cause so I was at my parents' house before I was moving to Michigan. And I got a letter in like a DHL package that was like typewritten on a typewriter. Oh. It was just emo. like, do you know what I mean? So and it emo. was just like a whole thing of, and if, you know, and I believe in open relationships and I I don't care that you're in, and this is after she like broke my heart three times and like she's put me through enough. Oh, but wait, like,
0: what did you say? Did you say in the end, I can't talk to you anymore?
2: I said, this is too much for me. Um, I can't do this right now. And I think I left it as a right now. Uh-huh. Can't do this and we'll circle back. And that right I now has turned good. to like, yeah i think you're good
1: you're good find someone else be nice to her and you're welcome
2: and the truth the
0: truth is she will find <laughs> someone else and start doing this to, to her and eventually she will stop contacting you i really do think that that's true i don't think there's yeah. any hope in going back in because that's a jungle
2: well good luck ari thank you guys i wanted to say moshe that i have a david your brother connection because the fellowship that i just did he used to be the rabbi for oh, it really? so i just
0: throw that that out there oh that's cool well listen chag Chag sameach and may this (laughs) be a sweet new year and i you're you're in the right spiritual zone right before rosh hashanah to be thinking about the people you may have hurt and i think that but
1: don't reach out to her
0: yeah sometimes it's more hurtful to reach out to the person than it is to just keep keep it moving that's what i say keep it moving
2: i hope you learn how to blow the shofar
0: man, all i want to learn how to do is wear colored sunglasses indoors with my wife
2: Amazing. Wait, I'm into that. Thank yes. you guys so yeah. much. <laughs> for, for what I
0: already knew,
2: I really appreciate it. We okay, <laughs> appreciate you bye, too. Okay, bye-bye. bye, bye-bye.
0: I had a girl that used to write me every, it was like every year. And it was just like, why are you still writing? It was so bizarre. And then she got into a relationship with someone else. And I can only imagine they've broken up and she writes to that person every year.
1: I bet you, I, I could see men doing that. Like when they turn like 39, they're like, hmm, who should I have married? And they just start scrolling.
0: But that's different. Scrolling through. No, that's a different like, phenomenon. Mm. We're talking about somebody right. that just mm. won't let go of a relationship because they're they're fiddling with some fantasy in their mind about mm-hmm. the way things could have been if things had only gone a little different. And idle
1: time. They have too much idle time.
0: And yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we do another call, talk? Yeah,
1: let's do it.
0: Okay. I say we call Rachel. We got an Ari. We got a Rachel. It's really June night here on the Endless Honeymoon podcast. Over Rachel
1: in, a- in Portland.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Moshe. You know what you seem like you need? What? Um, Anti-psychotics. (laughs) No, that's not true. But I recently found out that I need um, potassium and vitamin D. Yeah,
1: I learned that as well. I, I need vitamin D. My potassium levels are also are pretty great. Um, but I did need vitamin D, and it's because we took an at-home lab test called EverlyWell.
0: Yeah, basically, they send you this test. You send it in, and they tell you what your levels are, and if you need different kind of uh, vitamins, if you're vitamin deficient, they'll, and then... On top of that, they'll send you those vitamins, vitamin D, uh, omega-3 fish oils, potassium like mine. They ship products straight to you with everything you need in one package.
1: A change of season means longer days, better outdoor activities, and more ways to get healthier, including checking in on your health. And wellness. With Everly Well, you can take action today by taking one of their at-home lab tests or by adding their vitamins and supplements into your daily routine like we did.
0: Basically, all you do is take the at-home lab test, collect your sample, and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail it back to a certified lab. Then your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just three days, and you can order all the vitamins and supplements that they recommend if you so desire.
1: And you know what I love? You can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide you in the next step so you don't have to go drive across town, wait for the blood results to come back, drive back to go talk to them again. You can just get it all from home because maybe there's nothing wrong with
0: you. For listeners of this show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an in-home test at everlywell.com slash honeymoon.
1: That's everlywell.com slash honeymoon for 20% off your next at-home lab test.
0: everlywell.com slash honeymoon.
1: Rachel.
0: Rachel. Hello. Hey, Happy New Year.
3: Uh, happy New Year.
1: Uh was... some...
0: Yeah. Wait, is every
1: Rachel Jewish?
0: No, but... I, most Rachel's are Is Rachel
1: are? from Friends Jewish?
0: No, I don't think so. That's a, a famous actress. No, she actress. said she is. She is?
1: Yeah. Oh, I she's am. Jewish.
0: In? No, we know you are. We're talking Rachel from Friends now. Oh. <laughs> the character is Jewish? But it but
1: I just didn't realize Rachel's across the board were Jewish.
0: Rachel's a strong Jew name. It's a Jew-
1: very common name Jew- though. But
0: it's a Jewish name. Not every Rachel is Jewish, but every Jewish is Rachel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Rachel what's up how can we help
3: um yeah so I have been with my boyfriend for about six months actually six months yesterday um Mazzalto. and huh, thank you um and I said I love you about three months in knowing that like Ugh. it would take
1: me a little while hate this um mm-hmm.
3: and he still hasn't said it to me and it's been six months and so I'm wondering like
1: how many times have you said it again I say it a lot.
3: Like we sort of, yeah, we talked about it, and like whenever I say it, he has to say something sweet back to me because he's not going to say it back to me yet. Mm,
0: mm, 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 mm. I think this one, this one is this one of those situ this one of those calls that is um, emotionally complicated but practically incredibly simple to me. Please Mm -hmm.
1: tell me what the answer is.
0: The answer, unfortunately, Rachel,
1: is to stop saying it.
0: Well, no, that's more manipulative because that's you. I mean, it's true for you. You love this guy. It's true. So to stop, and he's saying like,
1: "Oh, it- uh, your hair looks nice <laughs> tonight. Get me out of there. I would break yeah. up with him."
0: If you, that's. I've f-
1: never said I love you first though because I just I don't think I can handle that.
0: Well, it's too late. Right, Rachel. The cat. I
1: I I admire you.
0: The cat is out of the bag.
1: Three months too late. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but here's what really I think needs to happen. Tell me if you disagree, Natasha. I'm curious. You're gonna have to have an uncomfortable conversation where you say, you know, it's been three months.
1: No, really. What? She's gonna have to like pin him down. I think. Just don't say it again until he says it back. That
0: is a game. Okay, we're gonna disagree (laughs) on this. Why? Why, Why, Natasha? (laughs)
1: Because she's put herself out there now, it's like all she can do is like pressure him, and he's gonna want out of the relationship.
0: Well, then, great. If he doesn't love you, do you want to be with him? If he doesn't love you, no. No, no. You gotta really say you gotta say no because you look to the side in the way that FBI profiles look for when people are lying. You gotta be like no. Because if he doesn't love you, wouldn't you like to know that so you can cut and move? Even though it'll hurt. Wouldn't you like to know that so you can get the fuck out of there?
3: Well, like, I think he does and he's, like, afraid of saying it.
0: Sure. But wouldn't you like to know if your suspicions are true? Yeah. Rather like, than just assuming the best of him and and experiencing the worst?
3: Like, I'm wondering, like, at what point is it, like, too much time where I say, like, no.
0: I think... Oh, go ahead, Natasha. What do you think?
1: I, I am, like, stumped.
0: I'm not stumped. I think because I
1: feel like there is something you could do, but you're right. It would be a manipulation.
0: Don't. Yeah, you're not trying to get him to to say I love you. You just need to get
1: over this hump. He just needs to declare it.
0: Here's what I think.
1: But her pressuring him is not going to do it. It's
0: not pressure. It's a conversation.
1: Listen, it's been about three and a half months and I think that you're going to have to tell me that you love me too.
0: Why does she have a Southern accent? I don't
1: accent? know. I'm just saying it just <laughs> sounds like dorky or something. Well,
0: it is dorky. You're be- trying to
1: like create mystique and make a man no, fall in love with you. No, you're not trying to. No. Or at least express that you're he not, loves you. You're okay. not trying to
0: create mystique and make a man fall in love with you. It's six months you've been dating. He's your boyfriend.
1: She wants him yeah. to love her back. How's and, that?
0: And you've been exclusive for six months. Right. There are two possibilities at this point. Six months—plenty of time for him to know if he's in love with you or not. Okay.
1: Really? Two, Why?
0: Six months.
1: I don't know. I mean, who's to say how long it takes to know him, how uh, that you're in love with someone? It's so elusive.
0: Me, and I just said it. <laughs> six months. Um, okay.
1: You want
3: his like reasoning?
0: Yeah. Yes, but let me give you my 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 possible possible truths before you give me his reasoning. Okay. These are there is no. I can't think of a third option. One. <laughs> He loves you and he can't get he, he's too scared to say it uh, and there's a million reasons he's emotionally stunted, he's never said it before, he's scared of whatever. That's one. Two, he doesn't feel that way about you. He doesn't have that feeling for you. Those are the two But he likes you those, and he wants to hang out with you. Those are the two possibilities. Am I, can, is there a third?
1: No, but I want to know what is his reasoning cuz that might Yes, please. change what you think.
3: It's like mostly the first, but so we've had conversations about it where I've said, hey, this like is weird to me. Um, And he's sort of given me two reasons. One is he said it before and he's been wrong, uh, which I disagree with. Like, I don't think he can be wrong. It just like doesn't work out. He was in love with
1: his last person and he Mm -hmm. was wrong. Okay, And then why else? Um he doesn't want to say it unless
3: he would think it forever despite what would happen what? like if we break up he wants to be in love forever
1: he sounds kind of stupid.
0: Well, immature, I would say. I would say he sounds very... This is like extremely... No, well, I'm just immature.
1: teasing you, Rachel. Rachel, <laughs> Rah- Rah- but, Rah-
0: but, Rah- yeah.
1: But honestly, like that's just like a guy who's thinking too much and like giving excuses. And it's like, what? he's not going to say, I love you again, unless it's forever. I mean, the, what does that even mean? Does but, that mean that he wants to know that you're going to be the one to marry him?
3: Maybe. I don't... We've, we've barely been together for too long. Like that's terrifying. Oh. Okay.
1: I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. You don't have to say it to him anymore. What if she says to him, listen, it's been six months. I've told you, I loved you. I love you. I'm not going to say it anymore. And just know I'm here and receptive. If, if oh. you're feeling it. I no. Ha- I why? It.
0: Well, I hear you wh- hate that. No, I hear why you're saying it and I get where you're coming from, Natasha. And it's actually a good suggestion but the problem with it for me is that it's all a weird manipulation to try to like lasso this man into like growing up.
1: No, I just don't want her to further humiliate yourself herself and like they're having sex. She's like, I love you. And he's like, oh, like your your arms look nice today. I did arm day. He's got to give her a compliment. I mean, what?
0: My, my bigger problem with this whole thing is what you're describing. The, the things that you're describing... Uh, this whole like I've been wrong before or I don't want to say I love you until I know it's true forever. These are the ramblings of a of a child. This is like a, a person that's watched Prince Charming. Uh, like they watch like Snow White on Disney plus and then go, that's what love is, I guess. like there's and maybe some...
1: he wasn't wrong before maybe he loved her not. in the moment, but then it changed and I I mean <clears throat> I've had I've said I love you to probably like 10 people.
0: How old is this person?
1: He's 27.
0: And how old are you? 24.
1: 24.
0: I mean, this is... Do you agree with me that that...
1: 27 that, is that kind of old for to this. have a take this dumb.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean
1: whatever. I'm, I'm not saying it's dumb. I know you
0: want to defend him. It is dumb. It's but ridiculous. But if he's like, I can't no. love someone. No, it's... It, I know you, you love him. Obviously, I know you love him. Everybody in the Pacific Northwest knows you love him. But <laughs> uh, but this is... A, the things he's saying to you, I, I don't know if they feel like they make sense because of the relationship you're in. They are not they do not make sense. They are they are not good reasons to say I don't want to tell you I love you. So like, that's
1: why I like my idea because it's not about that anymore. But, it's just up to she's cuz the same reason you want a guy before he before a guy asks you to marry him, you kind of have to let him know you'll say yes so they don't get embarrassed, I think. Or that's one way to do it. You know, just let them know. Okay. So it's like, in the same sense, she's letting him know again. I, when's the last time you told him?
3: Honestly, like, not recently. Because I've been, like, very, like, is this
1: right for me? Like, maybe in the last week or so, but not a lot. Uh-huh. And and what what did he say when you said it back? This The most recent time, do you remember? He usually says, like,
3: you're really sweet. You're very okay, funny.
0: You got to get out. You have to. <laughs> I told Rachel, you. Rachel, this she's is. She's
1: humiliating. She's degrading herself.
3: This
0: is, a, this is not.
1: You're really great.
0: This is okay, now I I got two more possibilities, okay? I have two more possibilities for you. You are either in a relationship with a man who does not love you or is incapable of expressing their emotions in any kind of an adult way. Both of those are are not perfect. Would you say?
3: So I have a theory too. Oh yeah, please. Um I think a lot of it is like, well, one, he was single for a while before me, like college was last relationship. And so I think like, he's afraid of saying, I love you because he doesn't really love himself. And I super love myself. And I think it's like hard for him to go against that. I don't know. Like that's, that's what's in my brain.
0: I'm not saying your theory is incorrect. What I'm saying is this idea that it is this Foundational, earth-shattering, like unbelievable emotional shift. If you say the words "I love you," is the is the ramblings of a of a little Goo Goo Gaga? Like that's not real. It doesn't do. What does it do? Either, How
1: many girls have you said "I love you" to, Mosh?
0: I have said "I love you" to very few women, and I was very immature when it came to emotional. Uh, honesty and emotional connection with women i was extremely stunted so this is why i can identify this so well uh you know i didn't quite have this like rebuttal bullshit logic where it's like it's gotta be it's gotta mean it's like but i would i would never say it to to a, a woman i was very scared to say it to natasha very scared because i it, it had all this weight to it i'm not saying he got this idea that it's power that it has this power from nowhere it's media tells you that the movies tell you that but in reality like he either feels this way about you and doesn't want to say it or doesn't feel this way about you and therefore is trying to fool you into not making him say it so the the, the and i think to go even further i think maybe you're this idea that you need him to say it there is also maybe a slight immaturity the more the bigger issue is not whether or not he's saying the words i love you the bigger issue is does he love you and is he capable of expressing his emotions in a way that isn't like weird robot like call of duty emotion set like because this whole thing i need to know i'll love you forever what is that what that is that's that doesn't mean anything what does that Mm -hmm. mean how would he know that? <laughs> How would, what what thing would occur where he's like, aha, and now I know I will love her forever.
1: I have a question for Rachel and for you, Moshe. Yes, Moshe, you're pretty woke. Wait, Rachel, you're pretty young. Why is my hmm. approach of manipulation and games bad?
0: I was about to come over to your t- side. To your side, I was.
1: I mean, I know it's like not cool to like try to manipulate someone into falling in love with you, but
0: will you accept you- an amendment? <laughs>
1: But I'm just saying it's like it gets to a point where it's like sometimes if you do just remove yourself from a situation, it's just what they need to figure out how they feel, you know. And, and so I, it is a form of manipulation, but it's also a form of self-preservation, in my opinion.
0: Okay. Would you accept an amendment? What? Rachel, will you allow me to um, propose an amendment to her bill?
1: Because that's what yes. I would do. Because
0: really, the truth is you're the governing body here. And, <laughs> and OK. OK, I would allow for a thing where, she, where Rachel says, because I kind of hear what you're saying, to go to someone and go, I've been saying I love you for three months. You don't say it back to me. It doesn't feel very good. This is what I was going to suggest to you at first. It doesn't feel very good to me. And uh, you know, I, I need to hear that kind of affirmation back. But okay, no, and I'm saying now I realize there is something very good about that kind of honesty, but it's also kind of weird because you don't want the guy going like, okay, I love you just in that moment to get, give you what you want. So I kind of like this mm-hmm. Natasha thing. But my amendment would be, at what point, Rachel, would him not saying I love you make you realize you probably shouldn't be with this guy?
3: Mm. That's what I'm wondering. Like, we hit six months. I'm like, is this the point? I hope it's not. But, like, I'm not waiting around for a year, you know?
0: great. Like, it nine can months. take nine months. We found it. Nine months. Nine months. Yeah. Nine I months. Nine months so, here's there. my amendment. You have this conversation. Rachel, you go up to this guy. You say... What was it? Your language is so perfect. What'd you say? I don't remember. It was something like, uh, I've been saying I love you for a long time, honey, but um, I'm going to... I just,
1: no, you you don't be coy. You just say like, I want you to know it's all right. We've been together six months. I've told you I love you and I do and um, I'll just wait for you to say it back.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to be over here not saying it.
1: And then don't tell him you're going to break up with him in three months, but you At three months. Yeah.
0: At at the nine month mark. Because
1: you've told him you're accepting. So if he's afraid to do it, You've already let him know you're saying yes, yep. you know? So it's like, he can't be that scared. You like,
0: are you are being the opposite of pushy. You are being very... oh. Too, I no would, one
1: wants to be cornered. I would say too chill. Like the chill. opposite of romance.
0: And I'm kind of with you. You don't want to corner him. You're not going to corner him. You're being too... I would say maybe too chill but not about the I love you. It's more about the like, does he love you? To me, that's the big issue. The big issue is not whether or not he's performing the sacred duty of saying I love you. The bigger issue is like, what's up with this guy emotionally? And nine months, you will have a very clear picture that he is not emotionally capable of being in this relationship with you if he goes three months and never says it. And then you have another conversation with him. And you say, you know, it's been nine months. I maybe said it too early. But this is a little too late. And I think maybe we need to go our separate ways. And then he'll probably be like, oh, no, I love you or whatever it is. But I think, uh, how do you do you accept my bill? My I like amendment? It.
1: And, and just just focus on the relationship for now, not not on what you want him to say and make sure it's moving. You know, like relationships. What, what do they say? They're, they're like fish. If, if they're not moving forward, they're dead. Yeah. You know, so it's like you want to be as long as you guys are moving forward and having fun and it's like healthy and feeling fun and good, then keep at it. But, you know, I I wouldn't want to wait more than nine months for that. I have a especially if you're saying it first.
0: I have a big thought here. Once you do the Natasha and with Moshe Amendment plan, you have changed the dynamic from you trying to get him to say I love you. To you giving him the opportunity to say it if he wants to. Mm-hmm. So it's She's like. She's like
1: this open, receptive thing. Exactly. And reminding him of that.
0: You don't want him to be um, broken down into going, okay, I love you. You want him to go to have you, and you're giving him three full months to ponder his feelings for you. But don't and to tell go, him that. Yeah, don't tell him that. And to go, you know what? I love her and I'm going to tell her. And then if you don't get that in nine months, this is not the guy for you. You got to get out of there.
1: And, and in getting out, maybe it'll develop. You know, I definitely know people who were just like removed themselves and then it ended up working out and they're really happy. So I don't, that's why I'm like, I'm always on the fence about being somewhat coy and manipulative. No, I like this because we're giving, we're,
0: we're doing the best of both worlds. Okay. You're going to do the coy thing. You're gonna wait three months, and you're you're not, as Natasha said, gonna be counting the days, but between uh, uh, counting down when he's gonna say "I love you." You're just gonna experience the relationship, and then at nine months, you're gonna say, "He's this is a, a line that I'm not willing to accept anymore." So I'm going to I'm gonna move to just, on. I'm gonna just move on, and, and that I know a lot of people that are in relationships with people that are bad, and they go, "I'd rather be in a bad relationship than no relationship." That's not true. You deserve to be with somebody that loves you back.
1: Well,
3: he's he's coming over tonight because I told him I think we need to talk and just like check in with where we're at and like we do that like once a month. Um, and I wasn't sure. Like Natasha, I liked your idea of like sort of taking space and like seeing how he reacts to that. Like it's not as a game, but like I'm not a given, you know. So I kind of want to say
1: that. Are you going ask- to do it? Well, I kind of want to ask
3: for like maybe some space and just be like.
1: Evaluate where we are. Damn. See, that's not how I would do it. I would be very nice in words, but not in action. So I'd be like, "Oh yes, well, I just want you to know I love you. I love, and I just so you know I love you. And if I'm always here for you, and then you hang out that night, and then he calls you tomorrow, the next day he wants to hang out. You're like, I'd love to, but I'm busy. Wait, wait, wait. And then he calls you again, and you're like, Oh, I'd love to, but I'm. This is a new amendment. If she's going to be like, it's over or it, uh, we need space. I I don't I don't like that talk. I'm sorry.
0: Which talk? You it's your talk.
1: No, I don't like the talk. She's saying something different.
0: Okay. She's You're...
1: saying she wants to talk to him tonight about maybe they need space.
0: Because he hasn't said I love you.
1: Well,
3: he's coming over tonight regardless and I don't really know what to say to him because I have a lot of feelings and I don't I don't want to pressure
1: him and be like you have to say I love you. No, just but enjoy <laughs> the evening. Just have fun tonight.
0: But wait, you are giving her conflicting advice. You're saying to tell him she's going to stop saying I love you and then wait three months, right? Well,
1: I was picturing it more like when they're having sex or something. While they're having sex, terrible advice. No, let's say you guys are intimate the next time you want to say I love you to him. Like, make it light. Like, I I wasn't suggesting to make it a heavy conversation that he has to come over tonight to talk to you. Mm -hmm. This is already feeling like if you're at that level, I don't know if my tactic's going to work.
0: Well, I know the feeling but of-
1: I don't I don't think anyone wants you to, to have them come over and tell because it's not true. You're going to want to see him tomorrow. You're in love with him.
3: I don't know. Well, he's already coming over tonight for a heavy conversation. I
0: just don't know what the conversation is going to be about. Well, what does your instinct say to tell him?
3: Why
1: does it have to be a heavy conversation?
3: Um, well, because we do we do monthly like we call them like formal check ins where we're like, how is the relationship?
1: Uh, what's working for you, what's not working for you. Oh,
3: like, well, just if, make already,
1: sure. if you've already set that precedent, that's great. That sounds very healthy.
0: But I'm not really understanding the part where you want space. That feel, that space desire feels like a manipulation. Like I'm going to withdraw from you and show you what you're missing. And hopefully that I'm will...
1: telling him ho- that you're doing that ho- as a disaster. Hopefully
0: that will get you to, to say the words that I want you to say. Whereas I feel like Natasha's suggestion or mine um, in three months is very emotionally actually honest. It doesn't feel honest to pull yourself away from this guy even though you want to be around him because you're hoping to affect some specific emotional change in him. But instead saying, you know, I've said that I love you. It would mean a lot to me to hear it back. You're not ready to do that. I'm going to be... I'm going to just be chilling and I'm not I'm not going to say it to you. I'm going to give you the opportunity to say it back to me. I'm going to withhold that for That's now. That's good and it doesn't it's have to honest. be the,
1: It doesn't have to be the first thing she says either. Absolutely. You guys can have a conversation. You can just say like I just wanted to like I I don't know. I mean You are you lying? You guys really once a month in a new relationship get together to talk about your relationship? I've never heard of that before.
3: <laughs> um it's because I'm extremely anal and the first when we like got together i said i would agree to one month and then we have to like renegotiate uh so we just kept it going
0: i mean it is pretty crazy that you guys are emotionally open enough to have a monthly where are we at in the relationship check in but he's too scared to say i love you right. have you that's, asked that's him that's confusing to me what do you what does he say when you say how do you feel about me
3: um he says like i care about you a lot and like you're really important to me and like you add to my life, like really nice things that, in my mind, like n- would point more towards like, yeah, he probably loves me. Um, but like, I've asked him, like, what does love mean to you, and he can't answer that question.
0: I have to think. I think you need I feel to. Feel like
1: you're cornering him all the time.
0: I feel like you're cornering him all the time. I agree, but I also think you need to corner yourself and face the possibility. And this is gonna hurt because I feel like I feel like at any given point. You, you could start crying here. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> That's true all the time. Okay, good. Uh, then we're not pushing you further than you want to go. Good. I feel like you should also <laughs> negotiate the possibility that the, the real issue is that he doesn't love He's not in love with you. And he's just not there. And that's okay. He doesn't. He's he's not responsible to love you.
1: But if the relationship is super strong and it has potential and keeps moving yeah. forward, maybe he'll get there. Three that's more months. That's why I think. Yeah. So it's like, is there a way to lighten it a little bit for lighten tonight? It. It's like you're basically like, it's our six month anniversary, and I'm having him over tonight for a little chat for by li- the fire as to why he doesn't love me. It's yet. a
0: love it or leave it conversation. It's too much. I, I, I agree think. With and, Natasha and, and you
1: said it. So early, you know, you said it three months in. Do you really know if you love someone three months? I don't know. Maybe you do, but you know, I I just feel like you did that. Um, I wouldn't have done that. But I I mean, I appreciate the honesty. I I I actually admire it. I feel like I'm a pussy and a coward. There's some
0: space between Natasha manipulate at all costs, stay aloof, stay aloof to stay alive. And you hey, motherfucker, you better love me to get the fuck out. I'll bite your head off. There's got to be somewhere in the middle, right? Which is like lightening this thing, Taking the emotional expectations way down, but also not being dishonest and just saying to him like, you know, I said I love you. I still feel that way, but I'm gonna stop saying that because it doesn't feel that good to say it and not have it returned. And I'm gonna just wait and see if that becomes true for you. And then at three months, at your three nine month check in, you have remembered this podcast where you said I'm not sticking around a year. And if he hasn't said it at that point, you check in with him and you just say. You know, I waited three months and I haven't heard it from you and I'm not sure you f- even feel it. So I think we need to go our separate ways. And it's one, easy.
1: And one more thing for tonight, you should text him right now and be like, hey, is there a movie or food that you want? And just try to make it like kind of light, a fun date light. Well, too. Well, I like this idea. You know, like, hey, I just getting, and what if he's like, I thought we were going to talk about our relationship. You can be like, oh yeah, I mean, sure. If, you know, whatever. Yeah, I just want to make sure we have something fun to do too. Or, you I know, love like this. That's the spirit of it.
0: I think Natasha's so on to something. Like put a little levity into it. I this I always say this about relationships. Our producers telling us, yeah, like lightness,
1: levity, Fun. I would, Levity is heaviness.
0: No, levity is the opposite of heaviness. It's levity.
1: Levity means light.
0: Yeah, it sure does, honey.
1: Can we cut this out? No, nope, kidding. You can keep standard. it. You can keep it. You can keep it. No, but
0: I always say this to people who, asking for relationship advice, and because uh, I believe it so strongly, if a relationship should not be majority conversations about the state of your relationship. That's Amen. not a relationship, that's a long-term therapy session. A relationship should be mostly having fun in the relationship and once in a while having a chat about where we're really at. If you the, if the percentages are off and mostly what you do is process what's fucked up about your relationship, it, something's wrong.
1: Hey, did you see um the did you see the Thera- the Theranos documentary, The Dropout? Mm-hmm. it's really good you should you should there text you him right now it's about elizabeth holmes it's it's i want to watch just it just be like hey and Amanda, whatever her name is just S- won the
0: sci-fried Seyfried. She just won
1: the Emmy, and so I watched Sifred, it. But it was really Sifred. good and very watchable. Like, cut, think of something like that to text mm-hmm. him or, and oh, get his oh. favorite food you, and have it, a fun e- date, and also tell him this thing.
0: If you want to lighten things a bit and do, don't want to do have more out, levity, say, uh, "Hey, Ken Burns just dropped a brand new Holocaust documentary. Maybe <laughs> we can get together. It's it's four uh, two and a half hour episodes. Let's watch it in its entirety tonight. Yeah, that, that
1: sounds very light and good. <laughs>
0: All right, good luck to you
1: meet me in the middle meet Meet me in the middle
0: meet that's exactly right meet natasha in the middle you you lighter you more honest there we go
3: okay me perfect okay
0: tipping 15 to 20 percent depending on the service good luck okay bye rachel
3: thank you
1: that was a really hard one when she said it that's why i'm like i'm just like not trying to say that to a man first but i i
0: respect what she's up to but then what do
1: two women do Someone's got to say it.
0: I probably they don't live in a reductive binary where your gen- genitalia. But
1: that's where I live.
0: I know. Meet me in the middle. Um, I I think that is a tough one, but I you were you were so right and so wise because even my thing because I'm a big um, person who's like always just say the thing that you're thinking. Right. That doesn't work in romance. Oh, it does work in romance. And I disagree with you that manipulation always works in romance.
1: I don't think it always works. Or, or even works. It's definitely a good default. Or even
0: works. I feel like anytime you're attempting to look at a person and act a certain dishonest way in order to, uh, in order to net some very specific outcome, it'll always backfire because you can't predict people's behavior. But what I think was right about you is the honest conversation, which is I need that you to say that to me in order for me to feel like you're really in this, is also a pressure and like you never want to pressure somebody into feeling a, a certain way or, or saying a certain thing. So I like your thing. Keep it light.
1: Okay, I have a question, though. When you first met me and you were really, really into me, why didn't you just tell me, listen, I'm like so into you. I think I could marry you. I just want to fuck you all the time. I didn't know that. No, I'm sure at some point you felt that. But instead, you just like were like busy and doing podcasts no. and not calling me back.
0: No, I not calling you back. I always called you back.
1: I'm just saying. I was.
0: I did not manipulate you. That wasn't part of what I did with you. I don't. I don't believe in that. I
1: I'm not saying I manipulated or like you do either. a weird game. But where I would I like hang coy. out with my friends and try like try to not hang out with you all the time. Right. Well and is, drop everything to be with you, even though that's what I probably wanted to do. Thank
0: you. Thanks for admitting that. I'm just saying. Speaking of things that you want to do, if you would like to leave a secret on our secrets hotline, give us a call at two one three two 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 eight six zero eight.
1: You had too many twos there
0: no I didn't oh sorry it was a perfect amount of twos
1: I'm so critical
0: eyes on your own two man don't explain okay. me.
1: And also, if it's not a secret and something you would like to actually call in and talk to us about, uh, email us what it is at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.
0: We, of course, have a Patreon. We would love for you to join. For just $5 a month, you can be a part of our very special community. You can get all kinds of gifts, ad-free uh, episodes. People you can have be just gotten our, of our, rec- Discord. our
1: records and they're very excited about that. We it's have awesome. artwork coming. We have another dinner party that we have to get on you the You gotta get,
0: in- get involved. Get involved. Not
1: to mention... Moshe's DJ set which I've been very surprised at all the comments people say that you're really good wait can I read the one that we just got
0: you by all means hold on one second by all means this is a moment for all of us to kind of recognize that just because somebody's good at one thing doesn't mean they're not actually really skilled at another thing and um, yeah despite the fact that I'm a I would say an A plus podcaster I also happen to be not that bad of a DJ wait hold on read it
1: Oh, wait, here's one that someone sent that I thought was really cute that Moshe, you would like. All right, so um, this person writes in, who here listened to the DJ mix? This is incredibly polished stuff and the whole thing bangs. Plus, it's a pretty eclectic mix of genres from house to acid to dubstep exclamation point as a long time fan of edm i'm really impressed
0: this but person's not wrong
1: actually this is too good of a review i just gotta say it's not wrong it's kind of like giving you a it's pretty just, spot on. The, just the encouragement you need to do it more
0: well i'm gonna do it more regardless but right. you know what the good news is i'm not like that other guy uh natasha yeah i um think you have great arms I need to know that what I love you I will mean forever. If what if
1: I fall in love what I, it'll be forever. What if I Isn't
0: what if? I, what if I say I I love you and then I discover that I was wrong that when I, I fall didn't. In no, love, it's that's not how it goes. It will be no, forever. it goes I believe oh, okay. when I fall in love <laughs> okay. with your arms it will be forever. Goodbye everyone.
1: Okay, I love you too.